You are listening to a message from Thrive Community Church, a church located in Southwest Florida. For more info, visit us at thrive-fl.org. My name is actually Pastor Gary. I'm actually Grace's dad. She likes to come up and sing, but she wasn't feeling too well today, so she opted out not to do that. How many of you would say you're blessed? Go ahead, raise your hands. How many of you would like to even be more blessed than you are right now? Go ahead, keep your hands up. Oh, I see a few people. There was a lot of hands up, but there were a few people that didn't have hands up. That means that y'all that didn't have your hands up, you want to be cursed. So just kind of back away from it. You are on your own if you want to be cursed, you know. We're, we're not going there. But if you want to be blessed or if you consider yourself blessed, or you want to be more blessed, this is the scripture I have for you. It's going to speak directly to you. It's from Acts chapter 20 at verse 35. It reads, is more blessed to give than to receive. But there's a challenge here. Because many of us, as we think about being blessed, that means we have more. It's kind of like, well, if I'm blessed, then I'm going to just have more. More of whatever. Maybe it's money or time or more stuff. But that's not what the text says. The text says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And so I'll start out with this. I don't know if you guys listen to the Joy FM. This station is pretty much out of the Tampa area, but they're actually going nationwide. But they had this little thing that was happening several years ago where I don't even know what they called it, but it was, it was people would go up to their favorite restaurant, their fast food restaurant, or, or they would go over to, to the coffee shop or the donut shop, and they, they would pull up, take their order, get up to the window, they would pay for their order, and they would pay for the order of the person behind them. And they'd get their order and they'd leave. And the people would come up behind them and they would, they would say, uh, I'm here to pay, and no, you're already taken care of. See, people were taking the blessings that they had and passing them on to others because for the simple fact that they realized that the blessings that they were given weren't all for them to consume, but they were for others. And so they were passing them along. And this would go on for hours, and then would finally stop. And what people were finding is that as they were blessing others, they were finding that, that they had this sense of satisfaction. I, I feel better than myself. I actually was a blessing to somebody else. I may have even refreshed somebody else who was just having a bad day. Maybe they were feeling kind of vulnerable. You know, I, like, really, I'm going to accept something from somebody that, that I don't even know? But that's what they were doing. And I'm going to bless somebody that I don't even know. I don't even know what the order is going to cost me. But I'm going to pay for it anyway because that's the kind of blessing I'm going to give. I'm going to go above and beyond what I was planning to do. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. I'm going to get that blessing out there. Because people need to know that there is a God. And He is a generous God. He's not a cheap God. He's a God of abundance. And He provides abundantly. If we could just internalize this one little verse that is more blessed to give than to receive, just think of the impact we could have on a community, on a nation, on a world. We're finding that we have to have an eye of generosity, a heart of generosity, which brings us into a heart of service. Serving others, that's the blessing. Proverbs 11:24 says, "One gives freely yet grows all the richer. 
another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Logic would say, if I have all this and I give a part of it away, I have less. But if I keep all mine, even what I should give away and could give away, it wouldn't even bother me or hurt me. I'm not going to do it. I'll have more. But this is not logic. This is kingdom thinking. This is kingdom logic, if you want. It's kind of like the first will be last and the last will be first. It's, it's that kind of thinking where you're going to say, I'm going to give it away, and I can give it away. I have more than what I need, and I'm going to give it away. And I'm going to call that what we're giving away, the tithe. But I need to unpack the tithe here. The tithe isn't just money. The tithe is of your time, your talents, your testimony about Jesus, that is, and your treasure. It can be your, your, your money as well, but that's the tithe. And the tithe is something that we're blessed with. We have time, we have talents, we have a testimony that we can give. And it's going to be different for everybody's testimonies about Jesus. It's going to be different, and we all have different amounts of treasure. The tithe isn't just 10%. The tithe is something that is big enough that I miss it. But it's not so big that it hurts me. If that's 10%, then that's 10%. For somebody who's earning less than $10,000 a year, 10% probably is too much. It might need to be 1% or 2% or half a percent. Somebody who's earning greater than $250,000 a year, 10% probably isn't enough. It could be 20% or 25% or even more. That's the tithe. So when you think about the tithe, it's big enough that I miss it, but not so big that it hurts me. Because we do have a God that's a God of, of abundance. And if we're going to be giving stuff away, giving of our tithe, our time, our talents, our testimony, our, our treasures, if we're going to do that, then what are the blessings? Are there blessings? Well, verse 25 of Proverbs 11 says, A generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. That's exactly what was going on with that example that I gave about the Joy FM. People were going out. They were generous. They had blessings to share. They were sharing them. And they were actually even refreshing the people behind them in the line. They were being refreshed. Others who were generous were being generous to somebody else to refresh them. And that kept going on and on and on down the line. It went on for hours. It was amazing to see that. But these aren't the only texts that talk about generosity. You could look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 8. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give... What you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you may abound in every good work. This isn't so, well, if I give a dollar, God's going to give me back too. It's not the prosperity gospel. That's not what he's talking about here. That's nowhere in scripture is it like that. Well, you're not getting prosperous. You're not getting more generous. You're not getting rich because, well, I haven't prayed for you. You know, if you pay me this much money, 
I can pray for you. And then you're going to be so prosperous. I mean, the Lord's going to lay blessings on you. That's not what's going on here. That's not it at all. The text says it's more generous to give than to receive. He's talking about giving of your tithe, your time, your talents, your testimony about Jesus, your treasures. That's what he's going at here. And so what are the blessings? Do, do we actually get blessings out of this? Well, there are. Verse 9 of 2 Corinthians, um, chapter 9, verse 11 says, you will be made rich in every way. And I'm going to just stop right there. The, the, the verse goes on, but I'm going to just stop right there because it says you're going to be made rich in every way. And many of you just right now said, ah, he is talking about money. I am not talking about money. This isn't about finances. This isn't about money at all. This has really to do with our eye of generosity, our heart of generosity, our heart of service. It's about the tithe. If you're going to sit there and say, well, Jesus, the only way you can bless me is bless me with more money. That's what's really important to me because it's more money that it helps me do everything that I need. But that's not what the text is talking about here. It's not talking about money. It's talking about making you rich in every way. In other words, I'm going to say, let Jesus bless you in the way that he knows is best for you. So if that means that he's going to bless your marriage, maybe he's going to bless you with children or, or more children that you have now. Maybe he's going to bless you that your marriage grows and comes to a level that it's never been at before, a level that wasn't even on your radar scope of where you thought it could be or ever could be. Maybe that's where the blessing's coming. Maybe the blessing is in relationships, interpersonal relationships with people that are long-lasting, deep relationships, people that you can lean on, that you would consider part of your family. Maybe his blessing has nothing to do with that at all. Maybe it has to do with health and long life. You see, it's better to let Jesus pick the blessing because I don't want to be the one that puts him in a box and says, this is the only way you can bless me, Jesus. It's only this way or no way. Let him bless you that's best for you at that time in your life. Because we're all going to go through life. We're going to be at different times and different stages in life. And we can be blessed differently at each one of those stages in life. That's what he's getting at here. Because the text says you will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. That's the blessing. When we give of our time, our talents, our testimony, and our treasures, the blessing in return is that if you could imagine just being so generous that people are actually praising and thanking Jesus for you. Saying, Lord, I thank you for this person. They blessed me in such a way. They were the answer to my prayers. They were the one, Lord, that you sent that refreshed me at the time that I needed that refreshment, that I needed that help. I was in St. Louis at the seminary when my daughters came home one day with this little box. And I thought it was really strange that they come up with a shoe box. And in the shoe box was this little list. And they said, Dad, 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 we're going to go out. We're going to go shopping, Dad. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this isn't going good already. I mean, I'm going to have to spend some money here. And they said, no, no, Dad, we're, we're, 
we're going to fill the shoebox. We're going to buy everything that will fit in that shoebox, and we're going to pay for it with our own money. Will you take us shopping? And I thought, sure, I'll take you shopping. So off we went. We went shopping, and they, they bought everything. They filled this little shoebox up. And when it was all filled, they came back. And they took out sheets of paper, and they drew nice little pictures on there and little verses of scripture or little sayings, something about Jesus. And they folded it up and put it inside the box, and we went down. It's called Operation Christmas Trial, in case you don't realize what I'm talking about. But I thought, oh, well, they've, they've, they've done what they said they were going to do. And that's when I realized that they actually had to pay for that box to be shipped to other children in the world. And they paid and did that. And I thought to myself, they have really internalized it is more blessed to give than to receive. They've actually taken this to the level. They've actually taught me something because that's not the level where I was at. I'm at that le level of saying, wait a minute here. If I give that away, you know, what if I don't have enough? What, what if there's more month than there is money? What do I do now? Well, I've, what if we get a medical expense? What if we have this? Giving it away kind of left me more vulnerable than I was wanting to be. I wasn't as secure as I wanted. Not that I was expecting that Jesus would, would, you know, if I give a dollar, give me two back. But what I found is that relying on Jesus, that he does meet the need, not the want. Oh, I wanted to, yeah, I'll give you a dollar, you give me two back. Well, I like that, because I can give you 20, you give me 40. I mean, it wasn't like that. It was more of, yes, Lord, I, I have extra blessings, and I can pass them along. And I have folks that I've run into that have had these blessings. They've actually internalized this verse without even knowing that they internalized that it, that it was more blessed to give than to receive. And I learned something else. That it doesn't matter how old you are, you'd be surprised at what children can teach you about a heart of giving, a heart of generosity, a heart of serving. And a couple of things that I was wondering is, why aren't people more generous? Well, I think it's because of the fear. But I think it also has to do with where they are in life. What is their mindset? Are they ones that are just like me? There's never enough. I, I, mean, I would love to be more generous, but there's just never enough. It seems like every time I, I, I know I have this much money coming in, and about the middle of the month, it's gone. But there's still a lot more month left, and I, I've got things that I have to pay. I've got things that I have to do. And just when you think, well, I've extra, worked some extra hours. I made some extra money. We, we've got it all together. We're just getting ahead. Well, this, this is one's going to be different. Then the unexpected happens. One of the kids gets sick. The car breaks down. The air conditioning in a house goes out. Seems like there's just never enough. That's, that's one of the things that we're, we're wondering about is, is there never enough? But there's other mindsets that you can look at, that you can see where people have internalized this verse. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And they realize that Jesus isn't a cheap God. He's a God of abundance. He will supply your every need. In fact, even things that you didn't think you needed, he will supply. I got a call one day when I was sitting at my desk, wondering 
what I was going to preach on. And this guy calls up and he says, Pastor, could you use some food for your food pantry? We didn't have a food pantry. And I said, no, 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 we don't have a food pantry. He's like, well, I got 5,000 pounds. It's all prepackaged in little boxes here. And each box is done by a nutritionist. It's all well balanced for a family of four. And I thought, 5,000 pounds? Who could use 5,000 pounds of food? So I got his information, and I thought for a minute, and I called up our sister congregation in Pontiac, and I said, I said Pastor, could you use 5,000 pounds of food? He says, how did you know? I was like, what do you mean, how did I know? He says, our food pantry is, is just running low. We have, we, we have more families this month than we can actually feed. I said, would the 5,000 pounds help? He says, yeah. I said, I'll be down there in a couple of hours. We'll pick it all up. And while I went down and got his trailer and put it behind my little pickup truck, they loaded it with a forklift onto the trailer. I was unloading the trailer into the parking lot of the church, and people are coming up and just thanking and praising Jesus for food that came out of nowhere. See, somebody had realized, without even realizing it, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. They were being a blessing to somebody else, giving of their excess what they didn't need or use for somebody else to take advantage of. They realized that the blessings weren't for them. Those were all canned goods. They had long shelf lives. They could have sat on it for a long time, but they didn't. They let it go. They, they realized that I know next month I'm going to have to have for the food pantry where that came from more food. They didn't have a warehouse. They had nothing. I think it's very hard to find out that it is more blessed to give than receive. I don't know about you, but I think sometimes the Lord is just that conduit where you get something unexpected, and he just wants to know, what are you going to do with that blessing I just gave you? Got a bonus check. Are you going to sit on it, or are you going to pass it along? How much can I bless you with, I guess, is what the Lord may be asking today. And are you going to be that conduit to just pass it along? I actually was at a function with a bunch of pastors, and this gentleman comes up to me, and he says, you know, I used to have a lot of missionaries. They would come in, and we would refresh them. Give them a place to stay for them, their children. Didn't charge them anything. Give them all kinds of stuff to restock them up, get them prepped, Bible study materials, Bibles, whatever they, they needed for their next missionary trip. So they were recharged to either go back to where they were on mission or to be prepped for the next one. Come on out. So he gave me the address, and I put it into my GPS, and I went out there. It's out in the middle of no place to nowhere, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, this would be a good place to be refreshed. You're away from everything. There's nothing here. And as I was driving down that dirt road to his place, I saw this massive building. And I thought, oh, it's a big building. That's probably, must have had a lot. He said they had a lot of missionaries. They must all be there. So I went into that, that missionary, and I where they were at in the front part of this warehouse. It's probably 100 feet wide, 40 feet tall or, or more. And it was just level after level of just rooms, all air conditioned, heated, because this is in Michigan. And so it does get cold. But he says, no, no, come on through. And I'm thinking, he says, this is what I need help with. And he opened the door. And there's a warehouse that is just 
stacked wall to wall, floor to ceiling with stuff. Furniture. I don't know what missionaries would need with furniture, but he had furniture. Refrigerators, stoves, couches, chairs, dining room sets. I went beyond that. And there's racks of clothes, men's clothes, women's clothes, children's clothes, boxes of clothes. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, what, what is all this at? See, the Lord has been blessing him with so much stuff to recharge the missionaries who could take it with them. I have no idea where these missionaries were going or how they were even going to take half of that stuff with them. But I said, I can't use any of it. I don't have a need for any of it. And a couple days later, I got this little letter in the mail. It was a little pamphlet about all the different missions that are going on within the district. And I'm reading through it, and I'm just flipping the pages. And this one is a new mission in Pontiac. It's for unwed mothers and first-time mothers. I know how they provide um, free ultrasounds and you know all this about everything to do with babies, classes to learn about feeding your baby, whatever. And so I called them, and they said they're always in need, but they didn't say of what. So I called them up and said, are you in need of, uh, of anything in particular? Immediately, the man says, baby diapers. I said, I'll bring you down some. He had no idea what I meant. I went back to the warehouse. I took oh, 12 or 14, I don't remember how many truckloads. I just had a little Ford Ranger. I, I stacked it, the entire bed filled. There's not an airspace in there anywhere. And three feet above the cabin, I have it all tied down. Baby diapers, baby clothes, carriages, strollers, you, know, you name it. Cloth diapers, throwaway diapers. Bottles, bottle warmers, um, Similac, you name it, I, I, I had it, all of it. I emptied that portion of his warehouse. I even took down a couple truckloads of maternity clothes, but they had no need for anything else. As fast as I was pulling it up, I didn't even have to unload the truck. People were just coming up and taking it. Baby diapers, I, the boxes went. I pulled it up and took the straps off, and that was it. They were gone. <laughs> Fast as I had no idea where they were all going, but they all left, every one of them. There was nothing left. The only thing that went into his warehouse was some of the maternity clothes. You see, that's how the Lord will bless. Are you going to be one that has just the mindset of, it's never enough? Or are you going to be one that, well, he's an abundant God. I, I can share what I have in excess. Or is the Lord going to bless you so much? that you have such an excess that you'd have to be like Joseph, have barns to hold all the excess. That's what I think he's asking today, if we can just internalize this one little message. I mean, we really don't have to worry about too much living here in the United States. We have more than enough. We are the most generous country in the world. But we're generous because the Lord has blessed each and every one of us. He's blessed you. If you're a believer and a follower of Jesus, then he's blessed you already with forgiveness of sins. Past, present, future, they're all forgiven. I remember your sins no more. And you, what do we like to do? Go back. Because we're still kind of feeling the effects of the vulnerability of the sins. Well, Lord, about me. And you remember when I... I don't remember. I don't remember him anymore. He's already blessed you with eternal life. He's defeated death. He's, he's risen from the grave. He says, I opened 
eternal life to you. I'm taking care of you now, and I'm going to take care of you in the future. I'm an abundant God. I'm a God of abundance. It is more blessed to give than to receive. You've been given the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom. Share it. It's part of the tithe. Give some of your time. Give some of your talents, whatever it is that you're good at, and give your testimony about Jesus. And if you can give some treasures, you can give that too. That's what he's called us to do. That's what we are as servants of Jesus. We're givers of the tithe. We're blessed. And we want to pass the blessings on. Maybe we can refresh somebody today. Amen.